0: Hi, this is Jack from Freddy Fires. You're about to hear our song, Silhouettes. We wrote it with James Ford. He's in Simon Mobile Disco. He's produced every Arctic Monkeys record, I think. But yeah, he's been with the Claxons. He's he's done. I mean, he's done countless things. Um, he's a great musician um, and great producer. Great guy. The song, Silhouettes. I think was, I suppose was probably like the bit, like the kind of lead single off the record Influorescent. It's got a very cute video. Uh, It features our singer Ed doing a very brilliant and involved dance routine, which he executes with aplomb. So here we go. So let's...
1: Welcome to Lisbon Live. We are in day two of Superbok A-Stock, this amazing festival in ten venues around Lisbon. I'm here with Jack from Friendly Fires in Brooklyn Coffee Shop. How are you
0: doing? I'm very good. How are you?
1: I'm very good, thank you. It's nice to be here. Can you introduce yourself? I've, I've already said your name, obviously, but also an interesting fact about yourself and what you do in the band.
0: I'm Jack Savage from Friendly Fires. I play drums in Friendly Fires, and last night I was sort of fulfilling my role as like band DJ by... DJing at um, Super Bochum Stark. Uh, interesting fact about myself. God, I, I really, I, uh, I, I used to be head chorister at St Albans Abbey.
1: Oh uh, wow! Okay, That's, what, is it, that interesting? That, it's pretty good actually. Yeah. Is that, okay, is that cool. uh, chorister. Right. Tell us more about that.
0: Well, I mean, I was, I was so, I was in the choir at, um, at the cathedral in St Albans. Uh-huh. I grew up in Hatfield, which yes. is sort of the adjacent. Half a Exactly. Way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, I rose. F- I, climb that greasy pole um, yeah. up the ranks until I reach the um, the dizzy heights of Ed uh, Absolutely. wow so maybe um, we
1: could do some singing for us in our podcast uh, no to be honest go to take some notes
0: I, my singing is my singing is genuinely terrible and um, but I, I do contribute some kind of backing vocal stuff but I I think I, I sort of still retain this sort of like slightly choirish tone to my voice oh, interesting. Okay. so it, it doesn't sound good no. and to be honest even back then my my singing wasn't my, my, my strong point. It was my Machiavellian ability to uh, to instill discipline. Wow, right, right. there
1: we go. That's very good. Nice. I've never had that fact before, so I don't have to say. So you played an amazing set yesterday, a DJ set, for an hour and a half in the Coliseum. The place was packed. There was a good vibe, people dancing. How did you feel it went last night?
0: Yeah, it was amazing. I was, I, I, I was kind of blown away by the venue. Um, it's, it, 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 it's a really you know ornate room it sort of has the feeling of like an opera house more than a um, more than a place you know that usually you know the the kind of places that kind of host like either bands playing or or like club kind of things tend to be slightly run down especially in the UK they're often like not very you know they can be beautiful places but not very terribly well maintained and they smell like beer and 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 other things things. yes (laughs) But um, yeah, I, I was I was blown away. It was it was also really good. Gr- it was Michael Kiwanuka was on before. Yeah. watched his show, and that was brilliant. And it was also that felt really really um, in keeping with the the space. Fantastic. You know, it's such a he. You know, his stuff is so sort of considered and you know musical and yeah. thoughtful and and. Um, yeah. So I was kind of wondering how well it would kind of go down. And it went down very well. In yeah, a it went the really audience, well. Yeah. it went down very well. It was brilliant. There was, I think there was a, like an hour, possibly close to like two hours between him finishing and me starting. So I kind of thought everyone would go away. But yeah, there was a huge bunch of people who were it's raving.
1: It got bigger and bigger. It filled up as the other gigs around town were finishing, people coming into the venue. Yeah,
0: it somehow did. I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, that's a, that's a really nice thing for if you're DJing. Yeah. Usually, it, you know, if it's the end of the night, then, you know, one kind of budgets for, like, yeah. an amount of the crowd sort of drifting off into yeah. the night. Um, but, yeah, it was it was packed at the end. Great way to finish our first night in the festival. So yeah. you can tell us more
1: about your approach to DJing? How do you go about preparing for your set? Uh, is this set you played last night a bit different to other sets, or do you tend to stick to the same... Kind of uh, genre, or do you change according to the crowd and the reactions that they give you?
0: Yeah, I mean kind of all of the above really. I, I suppose I think as a DJ you've always got to be adaptable, and and I, I think because we were sort of it sort of felt a bit like starting from scratch, because there was basically silence before I came on and people kind of drifted in from, um, from seeing another show yeah. or something like that, or just from the street. So it sort of felt right to Sort of start quite at a, quite a low intensity level, and I think that, um, but I think as it, I think as I kind of went through the gears, then it sort of became apparent that I probably, I, it, that people were kind of responding to like harder, faster stuff. Oh yeah. So cool. it sort of, it, it, I think it quickly became the right thing to to start boshing it out. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, 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 towards I d- the end, I heard some
1: kind of like, not garage. Uh, dubstep I'm not sure what it was the last half an hour
0: yeah like I've, I've been kind of getting no, I mean I suppose I think there's a lot of really good dance music at the moment which is slightly which isn't jungle but is slightly kind of jungle influenced yeah, yeah. you know like break beats like yeah. think breaks and yeah. like aim and breaks have sort of been coming back into I suppose like 4-4 house and techno yeah. world and I think that's really, really exciting. I think that, yeah, like, I played a couple of records last night that I'm really, really into. And they kind of marry, like, I suppose, sort of housey and technoy paces with, with break beats and kind of ravey, yeah. ra- you know, ravey motifs and stuff like that. I, th- I think it's very, it's quite very UK as well. Yeah. You know, it seems I feel to. I'll be like
1: have... in the UK for that yeah. a few moments yeah. there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. I mean, I like. Um, I like that kind of UK lariness to yeah. dance music. Yeah, I like that word. Yeah, yeah it, that that kind of you know it's 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 nice when that can can kind of cross over into I suppose like the more kind of considered urbane world of, yeah. of like European house and yeah. techno. Oh,
1: fantastic. So you've been in Lisbon before, uh, and it's the first time you've DJed in Lisbon.
0: Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it, I think it is. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I've come here to. Kind of to rave a couple of times. I went to yeah. Lux Fragile oh, yeah. which is a, like incredible club. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a great it's a great place for that kind of thing. fantastic
1: And you've played. Are you in the band as well? For, uh, Friendly Fires, of course. As you told us, you're the drummer. And Friendly Fires have played a few times in Lisbon, including at Noz Alive last year. Tell us more about your experiences playing in the band, Friendly Fires, in Portugal.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's always been really good. I think there are two. We did Not Alive last year, which was. Yeah, just just a really really great show. Um, I think in the past we've done another one. I think we've done maybe done Laws Alive twice. We maybe did it in um, 2012 as well. Okay, yeah. We attempted to do. Um, I think I can't remember what it's called. I think it's Nova. Nova Batida, Nova Yes. Batida, um th- This summer past, but we had to. We kind of had to pull the show at really short notice, which is which was utterly gutting and um you know uh, you, uh, you, I mean rightly or wrongly we've got a lot of social media opprobrium for it, but yeah that was a that was a very very sad occasion and it sucked. It was,
1: it was a lot of uh, I think a lot of people in the uk uh, about that festival as well so
0: yeah exactly yeah, it, yeah. I mean going around that that yeah. sort of um what's that area called the, Light...
1: the LX factory, LLX factory. Which, and the village underground as part of that
0: yeah. yeah, going around that that um, Lux factory area it it was yeah, it was apparent that loads of English people were there. Um, it, yeah, it was, that was a real shame. Probably probably one of the real downer things that's happened this year. But um, yeah, it was a... It was genuinely a technical thing that was out of our hands. It was a, There was a piece of equipment that wasn't, that wasn't provided for us correctly. Yeah. And the show's kind of unworkable without it. Or unworkable without a good, like, two, three, four hour run up yeah. yeah. up to the show in order to get it all sorted. So, yeah, that sucked.
1: That sucked. Uh, does that mean that Friendly Fires may be coming back to Lisbon sometime?
0: I mean, I really, really hope so. I think there's, um, I mean, I, I think we're we're looking at bookings next year. So yeah. the festivals kind of get organised this yeah. t- this kind of around this time. But you know, we we really love playing in Lisbon. Yeah. And it's a yeah, it's, a, it's always a beautiful place to play. I'm sure
1: I to speak on behalf of everyone in Lisbon that would love to have you back here sometime. Well, and
0: yeah, so I, I, we'll, I, I, I speak on behalf of the band saying that we're really yeah. sorry about the no Zeta thing. But it will, you know, it's, it, I'm afraid it happens. These things happen, right?
1: So it, it, you have to keep on going. Wait, so your latest EP came out just on Friday, I believe, which is uh, offline, mm-hmm. which has uh, three tracks and some remixes as well. Yeah. So you can you tell us more about that EP?
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of. I suppose it's the lead track is offline, which is on the um, on the on the album. Yeah. It's kind of, which we did with um, a producer called Friend Within, um, who's a kind of. I suppose like yeah, he's a kind of like sort of house and techno producer. Yeah. We um, we kind of had an idea that we did with with Mark Rao about. Uh, of a kind of like a kind of sample based sort of thing and we kind of thought that he was quite a good um, you know he, he does really really good sort of I suppose sort of French touchy yeah. filtery house house and techno stuff so we kind of sent it to him to have a little bit of a tinker around and, and yeah we were just blown away by the wow. by what we got back and we, and then we just went in with him to sort of just just tinker around with it kind of quite subtly. Yeah. And that's how Offline came about. Fantastic. Um, yeah, he's he's a really cool guy. We we did our we just finished our sort of UK and Ireland tour, um, and he was supporting on it. A yeah, really really safe guy. What's his name, so? Uh, friend within. Friend within. I can't remember. He, um, yeah. and he um, yeah nice, scout guy. Yeah.
1: And then what I like about your, your sound is very uh, uplifting. Yeah, all the stuff on the latest album. It's good to dance to. Um, but the lyrics all seem to have quite a depth to them as well. Can you tell us more about the, the, the your your songs on the album and the these lyrics? For example, I was thinking of the the track Heaven Let Me In. Yeah. And the yeah. track where he sings about Since I've Made a Decision to Let Things Go uh, and he talks about later on to free my mind, to free my soul. And it seems quite there's stuff going on there. They the Ed right is going through and he's putting it
0: into the dance kind of music. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I mean, I suppose, I I, I you know, like I, he, he, was, he he wrote all the lyrics on "Heaven Let Me In," but yeah, I mean, with you know, without wanting to sort of speak for him too much, yeah. I think I yeah. think it's more like, yeah, I think he, he I, you know, I, I think he's tried to sort of find a sort of new perspective on certain things. I mean, it's kind of no secret that when we sort of started our hiatus in 2012, 13, it, you know, the situation in the band was not that great, really. So, I think...
1: Those listening, you had about uh, seven, eight years out as a band, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think realistically it was probably, I mean, it, from, from our perspective it was more like 3-4, um, I suppose, because ah, okay, yeah. like after 3-4 we were trying to sort of gear up for yeah. sort of what's happened this year and last year and stuff like that. So yeah, but I think I think Ed's sort of trying to be trying to sort of repurpose his, um, his you know his kind of mindset and um, you know look at things with a with a kind of renewed perspective and stuff like that. And I, I think that's really leaked into the lyrics. I think I think we definitely wanted to make a really uplifting album. Yeah. You know, it's not been the most uplifting of times, and I I think as you know as as kind of musicians, I, I suppose we look to be. You know, people who sort of, who can sort of take take people away from like yeah. what's kind of slightly shit about the world, and yeah. I think that's probably our strength. Yeah. Um, so that's what that was kind of our aim with the record, and is the aim with our shows and and, and whatever, whatever else we, we kind of do with Friendly Fires. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that I, I, I guess that's where it sort of stems from.
1: Fantastic, and the album called *Inflorescent*. Mm. Can you tell us more about the the, the themes behind the album that you cover?
0: uh, Yeah, I mean, I think as I as I say, I think it's like a pretty bright, like positive record. I think that it's it's kind of in. I suppose it like maybe the themes of the record slightly kind of. I I suppose they're 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 kind of taken from like where we, um, you know, the situation we were in when we sort of restarted the band. And I think we wanted the whole thing to just be like a very positive experience. I think it's a... Um, yeah, I think I think we wanted it to be a happy record, like drawing on on what we sort of felt was like the sort of the best and most kind of positive sides of the band. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I d- yeah, I think it's also... I think it's also a record that slightly has a kind of... a sort of looking inside yourself thing. I mean, like, Ed, Ed feels... That, I I know Ed will say that he's sort of going through a kind of slightly spiritual phase at the moment or something like that. And he's probably the best place to talk about that. (laughs) We can get Ed
1: on another time. When he comes to Lisbon next year, we'll we'll get him on.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I I suppose I I can't really... I think he's, you know, he's into yoga. He's into... uh, sort of eastern mysticism so perhaps that bleeds into it okay, okay, thank
1: you very much so you've been to Lisbon before, how are you finding your experience at the moment back in Lisbon
0: um, yeah, I'm loving it, it's such a it's such a nice city to, to visit I love the the um, uh, you know, like I love the pastries the mattas oh, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. yeah I, I think it's it's um it, I, I mean like, I guess this is the you know, this is turning into winter now but still the climate yeah. is just like I'm doing a, 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 a uh, the that A-okay gesture. The A-OK gesture. thumb and the finger together. Yeah, that's
1: good.
0: Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, it, I don't know. It's just a beautiful place to be. I feel like the, the approach to the music is very, is sort of very kind of inclusive out here. I met a really nice guy last night who was DJing kind of African music oh, in yeah. the, um, what was his name? I think it was called Mar- Maran Soul Sound System. Oh, yeah, yeah. He runs a label called Maran Soul. We were sort of chatting about his... He does kind of reissues. He was sort of DJing the, um, in the bar of the Coliseo. Coliseu? Yeah, the Coliseu. Yeah. Coliseu. Coliseu. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and he... Uh, yeah, he was doing a great job. And it it was it was really nice to see like a room full of people really getting down to that kind of music, yeah. and then moving across to me and getting down to some completely different kind of music. Yeah, the mm. quite
1: eclectic kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. taste that people have here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it seems like a really. I mean, obviously London is a big mashup of like everything, but it's also, it's nice to go to other places which are a mashup of different things. Of course, yeah. You know, like it's. Um, and I, I sort of I feel, I feel that that's about Lizard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it sort of there seems to be like a really strong, um, I suppose like street beats kind of scene for one of a better word. And in terms of your role
1: in the band, how you, you? You're the drummer. How would you describe your, your role in forming the music? That's uh, as part of the trio.
0: Um, I guess I think on the on the latest record, there has been quite sort of fluid. Um, kind of thing when we're coming to writing, I suppose usually what ha- what happens is that Ed probably comes up with a bit of a kind of skeleton kind of thing, which might just be a bit of a chorus and some instrumental things. Then we can maybe get together and flesh it out musically, lyrically. Um, yeah, and, and I suppose that's that's happened. What's I, I mean, to a greater or lesser extent, that's kind of what's happened yeah. to yeah. most of the record. I suppose my I, th- I think live. I also deal with like thing, you know, kind of, kind of. I suppose like MDing the show, dealing with the, um, the sort of, uh, the way we use like backing tracks and, well, yeah, and the yeah. and the whole kind of, and and I suppose like live arrangements and things like yeah. that seems to be kind of my, yeah. my world, um, and I, that's something I really enjoy. It's something I've been doing with other artists as well. Fantastic. So um, uh, yeah, I, I like that whole thing of how a, yeah. a live show works.
1: Um, during the uh, the years between albums, it was a big gap between the second and third. What were you doing?
0: Um, in between twiddling my thumbs, I yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> uh, I was I was doing a lot of DJing. Yeah. I was running a running a club night. I've just started do, uh, running a club night again, which is really good fun. In Wesso. Uh, yeah, really. Uh, well, now, now we're doing. We're kind of doing like a Friendly Fires Club night in. Um, oh, yeah, Inflorescence, is called, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Club in, um at Mixed Garage in yeah. Hangley Wick. But I was doing this thing called Deep Share with um, Edwin from Foles. I was also doing MDing for a couple of other artists. Oh, okay. Which was kind of good. Yeah, which was really good fun, just working on their live shows and trying to make yeah. it work. So,
1: always busy, it sounds like.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose a little bit. It was it was good fun. I, yeah, I suppose I learnt a lot in that time. Learned a lot about sort of technical side that I didn't really didn't really know or yeah. um, or hadn't really approached before. So yeah, it was it was. I, I mean, it's. I mean, I suppose at the beginning of that period, like, I didn't really... I thought I thought the band should be just carrying on and we should be doing a lot more music, but in the end, things have kind of worked out. It's funny. It's funny how things work. Oh,
1: yeah, funny, isn't it? Now, yeah. you're back, back in full force. Yeah, sure. Great sound. Yeah. So, in terms of the future, what are the uh, plans and the hopes for coming future?
0: Well, I think, we'd, I think we're going to... Um, we're going to be doing some new music quite soon. So, we'll see. I mean, we've got some live shows um, up, yeah. Live shows, then. I mean, I think it's, it's always, it, like, it's it's often hard to say, you know, what's the, until things really coalesce. Yes, yeah. Then, you know, it's it's hard to sort of say, well, this will happen yeah. and this will happen, but, but, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think things will, things will work themselves out, yeah. and, um, yeah, we've we've certainly got more live shows coming, so. I think the hope is that we'll have some more music to play on these live shows next wow. year, and, see it. and um, yeah, it's it. I suppose the thing rumbles on.
1: Cool. it really seem very relaxed, just to let things happen and not too stressed, which is a great place to well, be. in, It sounds like. I mean, it's.
0: You know, it's. It's. I think. I think. I think having been through sort of ups and downs in the band, that um, it's kind of. You you know one learns to not be too stressed about things yeah. because. If they happen, they happen, and if they don't, they don't. And there's there's positives to be to be gained from either thing.
1: Fantastic. So we have some questions from listeners. We have. Cool. Uh, so I've got a couple of questions to nice. ask you. One is from uh, one of our regular listeners, Fabio, who came to your DJ set last night. He owns a frog, which he always brings to festivals. And I, saw, I, think I he...
0: saw that frog. I saw that very frog, like being waved around the, yeah, at the yeah. front of the show.
1: His name's called Mickey the Frog. Nice. There you go. And he wants to ask you uh, which artist would you collaborate with and why, and even through a name, Glass Animals, as well.
0: Oh right, um, yeah. Like to be honest, we've never really hung around with glass animals. Like some of our uh, some of our crew work on glass animals, and they always uh, they always talk about how good the show is. And also, like just from a MD perspective, they always talk about how re- MD for our listeners is uh... um, like musical director, and, and like essentially that kind of means dealing with things like pro- like live show programming, backing tracks, sort of the world. But they always talk about how kind of brilliant the. Um, the intricacy of the of the, I suppose the nuts and bolts of the show is with the thing. Yeah. So I'd, I'd really love to have a look at, under the hoods of, of what they're doing on stage. Um, uh, our uh, dream collaborator, I don't know. I suppose I think, uh, to be honest, something someone we always kind of listen to together and are always like gobsmacked by their arrangements is Barry White. Oh yeah. I Barry. mean, obviously, Barry White is, is sadly in the ground now but yeah. like um, I, I, I don't know I, I suppose I, I think there's such an amazing lushness to like those records um, like you know Love, and, uh, Love Unlimited Orchestra stuff Yeah, it's it's kind of like no other music on earth because it's this kind of richness um, that would be a really cool thing
1: we were expecting Barry White. good <laughs> answer and our second question is from Paula and she wants to know very simply why the name Friendly
0: Fires. Fires, Oh, so Friendly Fires has been a has kind of we like the three of us been in bands before Friendly Fires, and we had an array of names. Then we kind of had a load of music that we felt was kind of was kind of like warranting of a new approach and a new sort of like project. So, and we also had a manager at this point we didn't have a name oh yeah so our manager at that point he had a record shop and he he was like the record was kind of coming out we'd recorded all the music we still couldn't really decide on this name so we we and him kind of decided that we'll well what we'll do we'll just like go through all the records in, in his shop in search of a name and we um we sort of came on this album by, I think, by a band called, like, Section 25. Oh, yeah. And they had a song called For Any Vies. And I was just like, should we call it For Any Vies? Like, yeah, all right, fine. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, that's, that's, yeah. But it's a, it's a really good song. It's a really good, they're a really good band. I think it was, um, they're on Factory Records. You, you yeah. know, like the, the kind of Manchester, yeah. Tony Wilson, yeah. you know, um, New Order, like, Happy Mondays record label. Um, so... I mean, check them out. They're really good. Oh, check but them out. That's the, that's the meaning of the right of Thank
1: you very much. Great questions there from our listeners. And I want to thank you, Jack, for being part of Lisbon Live. Thank you no very way. much for coming down.
0: Yeah, any time, any time. a real pleasure. And
1: thanks for also coming to, to DJ at Lisbon. I hope you had a nice night last night. I had a lovely time. Thank you very thank much. You. Take care. No worries. Thanks.
0: Hello, this is Jack from Ready Fires. Um, you're about to hear our song Offline which we recorded in collaboration with a guy called Friend Within. very nice Liverpudlian producer who kind of brought his own sort of flavour to it. It features a sample of a Brazilian kind of disco record. Yeah, it's, it's always an absolute bomb to play live in a, in a good way. Right? As in, it doesn't bomb, it explodes um, in a good way. Um, so yeah, here we go, Offline.
2: Going offline
3: Hi, this is Alex from Loyal. You're listening to Lisbon Live. And our song I want to play for you first is Moving As One because it's like, it embodies... Like the energy and, like, Lawrence, help me out. What's
4: it, what's <laughs> it embody? Uh, it's, it's, it's animalistic and raw, and it's like it's like when you woke up in the morning, you're not going to make yourself presentable. You're just going to, like, thrash around your living room and your house, shaking your head like a wild caveman. It's that sort of feeling. Like, no no makeup, no no nothing. You don't need anything. Take your clothes off and dance. So
2: what you need and meet me by the ashes of the tree. Together, what you need, and meet me by the ashes of the tree. Together, what you need and breathe. we need will move yeah. The paint they used to fool you in, I used to smear across our face. <laughs> We'll be the one. The coins are made to hold you in our mouths. We'll be the one.
1: To Lisbon live. My name is Pedro, and I'm recording here live at this beautiful venue, the Maxime Hotel, one of ten venues hosting the Superbog A Stock Festival. And I'm joined here this evening by Loyal. How are you doing, boys? Very well, thank you. Hey, hey, hey! Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. For the first question, it'd be great if you could introduce yourself and say one interesting
4: fact about yourself what cool. related to music or just in general you have the option of choosing oh blimey that's a tricky one isn't it uh, so my name's lawrence and uh, something interesting I-, I was on a persil oh you won't know persil i know persil yeah. yeah a yeah, personal yeah. washing brand washing brand when i was about seven i was an extra in a persil advert wow. there you go it's yeah, the closest yeah. i've ever come to fame you didn't know that did you alex <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea
3: this has changed the whole this concept the whole, of loyal yeah, now whole, uh, yeah. yeah
4: now we can do personal ads Fantastic. How about you, Alex?
3: Um, I don't know. A recent thing, I just got my hair cut and the guy completely screwed up my parting and now it's in the wrong place. and I'm really depressed about it. Oh, mate. That's (laughs) all right to me, you know.
1: Give you a bit of love for
3: your hair then. Content for a podcast as well. No one can can actually see it.
1: (laughs) So, you're playing in Lisbon tonight. Is it your first time you're performing in Lisbon?
4: As loyal, yes. But Alex has been here under many different disguises explain a bit more I've
1: been
3: here before with uh, Alice Russell who I produce as well singer yeah Yeah, a bunch of times out here and DJed out here I said earlier with um, Mike Stella Miguel who's like a big big like he does his own radio show and stuff out here. Yeah. He's a big part of the scene out here. I know. And yeah,
1: you played in uh, Music Box? Yeah, Music Box under the arches and Luke's years yeah. and years ago. So, yeah. so your, your third time now back in Lisbon. Yeah. Wonderful. And you guys landed around two o'clock. What have yes. you been up
4: to since you've arrived in our city? Well, it's, this is the very first time that we've come to a venue and we don't have to organise how we're going to get from the hotel to the venue and back again because the venue is in our hotel. Fantastic. So, we went yeah. up the lift, checked into our rooms, came down and sound checks, Absolute dream. Fantastic. Easy.
1: For those unacquainted with your sound, can you describe your sound for our listeners? Ow.
3: Yeah, I think (laughs) it's kind of like uh, melancholic, like nostalgic. What we try and do, like all the music is all supposed to sound like everything's made up of like... Different points in history, like all different samples put together, but we make everything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's supposed to. What we're trying to achieve is make people have a real, like, gut or emotional reaction to it. I suppose. Wow. If it so, yeah, it's a bit. It sounds a bit over the top, but yeah, lots yeah. of but
4: do you know what I mean, it's supposed to be like an emotional thing. That's the whole idea about yeah, it. Yeah. And yeah. um, how did you guys uh, form the band? It was actually one of the tracks that's in the set. That second, our second release, "House for You." Uh That we wrote that and just felt like there was um that was a real sound and there was a real narrative attached to it lyrically and and musically. We were basically like we need to just make a whole load more yeah. w- in, under this vein, and then we decided yeah. to, to to treat it as a bit of a concept project, so it wasn 't just random tracks, it was like we had a real Idea of wanting to create an identity, wow! And that was the kind of birth of it, wasn't it? And then yeah. you guys I mean, knew yeah. each other in Brighton. Brighton, yeah. yeah, through the music scene. Me and now I got brought in to do some writing on something you were doing, yeah. like a sync thing, wasn't it originally? And oh, that's an interesting fact. The first thing we wrote on ended up on the end credits of a uh, fuck. What's his name? Saturday Night Fever. Oh yeah, yeah. Um...
3: John role. Role. Oh, well, uh, there go. It was a really shit John Travolta film that no yeah, one's yeah. watched
4: but it was still in the end credits so wow. that's the first thing it we wrote together. One, it actually, might be a cult one in well, years to come called oh, right, okay. Criminal Activities but um, <coughs> so that was the first track we wrote and he's an amazing producer and writer and the other third of Loyal who doesn't come on tour with us at the, at the, um, at the minute it is also a really good producer he's keys ours guitar and I came in as a vocalist so James James Jimmy yeah, yeah. Jimmy and Jimmy. so I came in as a top line writer lyric yeah. writer and then we had different vocalists in and then from there we are just like wow this is quite mm. an easy yeah. cool. dynamic let's carry on yeah.
1: I've heard a few of your songs and I find it quite hard to pinpoint because they're quite different and that's mm. a really
4: nice mixture you've got
1: yeah, another yeah. song I got a vibe of like a, almost like a, a gospel choir in some songs yeah. so it yeah, seems yeah, very right. varied your sound yeah, gospel,
4: yeah, the choir thing was yeah. just part of the ingredients, wasn't it? Originally, that was like really part of the whole storyline have them in there. And obviously, when we're playing live with shows like this, we, we, we don't have them. But we did a recording session this time last year in Abbey Road, and we had a full uh, full gospel choir there wow. recording that. That's going to come out next year, those tracks. And uh, the idea is a gospel choir are part of the story, so they have a, they're have they talking about the songs from a different yeah. point of view yeah. of the lead vocalist. But wow. yeah, I think it was our uh, or Jimmy or one of the two that thought this mixture of kind of melancholic dance but with gospel would be quite an interesting sound. And, yeah, they were right. Anything else to add to that? Uh,
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like, with the production, we always, like, we we put, like, quite a few rules in, like, kind of, like, in a dogma way. Like, it was the idea was, like, we were always going to, like, play everything at different pitches and then pitch it back down again so everything sounds like it's from different eras. So, So all the piano would be, like, recorded, like, two tones up and then brought back down again. Yeah. Hence, all the vocals are, like, Beth who's got a really like indie high voice but it all sounds really thick and low yeah it sounds like a a guy
1: basically everyone thinks oh it's a guy singing but, Sorry, yes. but yeah so we're in this uh, city festival called Superbook at uh, 10 yes. venues around the city how did you end up playing in this
4: uh, amazing festival yeah good question We y- Europe has been very kind to us in the last year we've done um quite a few shows so it's kind of our the territory that seems to work in this but it's the first Portugal show and I think our agent was just like spreading the love of all the different shows and this one came up as one to do uh, we have a connection through our agent with Friendly Fires and you probably know they're doing a show at Coliseum yeah they are tonight yeah, head, to me tonight. yeah, yeah. 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 So, Jack, uh, Jack's playing yeah. so I think that was a little bit of it as well all part of the same Yeah, weren't we yeah. Yeah. shoehorned
3: in with Friendly Fires it's not bad, not bad. <laughs> thank, thank you yeah. Friendly Fires for getting <laughs> us in no, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like best friends.
1: so what can we expect the loyal show tonight starting very soon in uh, over 30 minutes
4: well first of all you're going to hear a very strange voice which um, our drummer we used to tour with a drummer thought was Gandalf at first oh. he thought it was a sample but it was not it's my grandad speaking one of the loyal lyrics oh, okay. uh, so it starts with that so it's all eerie yeah. people don't really know what's going on then the kick drum will start and then from that moment on you'll hope you have about five or six songs taking you to different genres yeah. Mel- melancholic house to sort of disco then all out sort of ending with what would you call yeah, through the night it's really ravey it, at, it, at the end doesn't it yeah. wow yeah, that's a lot of the sound of that
3: yeah and everything's kind of like the idea is like it's not stop start like we just kind of try and keep it on a bit of a journey yeah. a la kind of house set but like just and then I'm just kind of twanging kind of crazy just reverb guitar I just get away with murder basically on this set right. I love doing yeah, it that's he the best way it's like yeah. no pressure yeah. at all <laughs> I literally just get to jam the whole way oh, so, right, yeah. so, so yeah. there's yeah, no gaps there's no gaps no I
4: think from our background being DJing, as Al said, he did a quite, quite. He's been here DJ. My background was that was my first got into music as a DJ. So to do a live set, we got live instruments, live vocalists. But for each track to mix to one another seemed to make sense with our background, and that was the yeah, kind yeah. of task that we stuck on. And luckily, other than one or two tracks, it's all at 120 beats per minute, so no need for a sync button. Yes. Yes. Okay, <laughs> we purposely make everything in the same key, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. pretty much. For
3: like, like two tunes
1: and they're fuckers to get into the set. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. that sounds. Can't wait So you've released I believe you've released At least a couple of EPs so far
4: Uh, Would you call them EPs Yeah I guess so Yeah. Yeah we did a full We did a double A side Was our first thing Blue and the green house for you that, that was very. That got you quite a lot of exposure, right? It did yeah. That yeah, was yeah. on Goodyear's, so it's like quite a kind of hipster indie label back in the UK. And Pete Tong was involved or P-Tong, something. Pete Tong, yeah. He described what did he say? House for you, house for you, give me goosebumps. Is oh, how he described word. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's going on our tombstones and <laughs> yeah. going to tattoo itself all If it all goes tits up, yeah, I think, yeah. 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 The great um, legend Pete Tong spoke highly of you. So exactly. You know. okay. Um, and then the next few, what did we do after? Oh yeah, I am Sound was when we had Moving as One. A lot of people know us from Moving as One in the UK, okay. Because yeah. we're, FIFA. we're in yeah, we're in FIFA, the football game, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and quite a few syncs yeah. here and there. But in Europe, it seems to be more House for You. I think Switzerland, they had it playlisted, and people seem to know it. they'll sing it to us in Athens and stuff. So I think House for You is more has more reached out to the European okay, market yeah, more yeah. than back home. What's the rest of that EP? That was an I Am Sound Tower overall. Yeah. Moving as one. What else,
3: what else is on there? Resetting color. Resetting color. Yeah. yeah okay yeah yeah and then we and did another EP which is our like that's our last thing we've had out basically we had like, like quite early earlier this year is that yeah yeah and doing? we yeah. had some like songs that we wrote we went over to New York and like did some songwriting stuff out there there's track Crave
4: that we wrote out there um, what else is on there mm-hmm. um, on the, the AWOL stuff the stuff yeah. we've just done Patterns That Fall Patterns yeah, yeah Patterns That Fall um, and also the the one that's got us our most amount of streams is the one that's getting the most love on Spotify is Light Up For You and we've got a little Christmas present for everyone that likes that we've got we just recorded an acoustic version of that. wow that's fantastic so, it's, yeah. t- so none, none of the kick drums none of the bass all of that taken out just some strings and some beautiful piano and really stripped raw down. vocals stripped down wow. so that's our little Christmas gift and
3: recorded also just got a new reel to reel player in the studio so all gone straight yeah, to yeah. tape so it's hissy as hell but in there, you can hear the song. It sounds
1: proper. It sounds yeah. proper wow. Oh, yeah, Christmas yeah. come early. I can't yeah, wait for yeah, that. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, and you have a new single.
4: The latest single came out in October, right? Uh, yes. Through the light, through the night. Through the night. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you tell us more about that song. So through the night is interesting actually because if the whole, without trying to go too deep into it, the loyal, the loyal project is a concept project. Each song relates to another. It's part lyrically. It's part of a storyline. Mm-hmm. And through the night is is part of moving as one. So if you listen to, there's actually three versions of moving as one. So it's like this big extended, almost like a three episode wow. of a like like kind of thing you know like
3: a proper like, trilogy of yeah. one
4: concept, of one concept yeah. but yeah. split into three different vibes, this is the kind of ravey we're going, we, we need to make it through the night the narrative of the song is about getting through something, in our storyline it's to do with sort of um, attacking any issues head on and getting through it and then moving as one is all about trying to be in the, move, the moment and wanting to be in that yeah. moment yeah. and then we have another one that's yet to come out that the that is the the battle, yeah, yeah which Street is the pre all of that, which is getting everyone ready for those two emotions, wow. essentially. So basically, we managed to get three songs out of one narrative, which was like you know men, it was easy work for us. Wow. You know? what, what, what inspired these themes that you're you're covering in these three songs? Well, it all came from House for You, didn't it? So yeah. House for You lyrically, if you listen to lyrics, it's all about the, the trouble our planet's going from, we're going through. Basically, yeah. I could build a new house for you um, if I could take. The bricks from the wall that falls to the ground, I could build a new house for you, etc. That's all to do with you know rising tides and etc etc. So we thought we'd roll with that. And so each song exists as a normal song, a love song, a sex song, but also has a sort of scene or a chapter in the story that we're sort of trying to tell um, through our lead character, which is the vocalist. Uh, That's Beth, is it? Beth on these records, yeah, but we've sort of opened it up to different characters. So we have we one of the last track we did was called Architect. Which was oh, sung by an artist called Bear Cubs. Yeah. Who um, he lives in Berlin, but he's from England. And so again, he's sort of part of the story, sort of viewing it from a different angle. Wow, so it just okay. it's it's more of a tool for us to write within. And then if people want to really like be really loyal, geeky fans and yeah. look into it, they can. It's there we've figured it all out but it's, it's a nice sort of framework for us to work with wow there's a lot going on there fantastic
1: yeah. and then the name loyal what's the story behind the name and the capitalisation of the le- I love bands with capital letters yeah. I don't oh, know why really but they're always one. good
3: that Jimmy came up bit, didn't he, Did he we ha- up? Yeah. no no okay. Jimmy came up really? we, we had like another name phase we were like calling ourselves Mayday oh, for, right. okay. for quite but, a while yeah.
4: But yeah. it was really it was spelled M A I D A I because the guy that invented Bitcoin was called Wayday spelt that way, so we thought it was like Mayday Mayday but spelt Bitcoin. It was all like futuristic. Yeah, and then it's <laughs> gonna
3: be dot 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 dash dot dash, dot, dot dash as a logo. <laughs> it's all just yeah. two like, like upper Yeah, really, really like
4: upper And then yeah. we got um, and then luckily we got an email from someone saying, Hey, I manage an artist called Mayday, so you can't use that name. And we're like, Okay, we've got to find something else. Yeah. And then Jimmy, it must have been Jimmy then. Well <laughs> <Or> you two <laughs> must have been together because I'm sure I got the text from you.
3: Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that's pretty
4: delayed. Jimmy doesn't
3: ever text anyone, yeah. so I, I think. think, uh, <laughs> I think yeah, yeah, I think he probably. Yeah, I think we. Figured, but he it came to him. I think at night he was like trying yeah. to embodiment of what we were trying to do and like a story thing. Yeah. And then I, I used to do a lot of graphic design and stuff, so I was just like, let's capitalise it. Yeah. yeah. Straight away, boom! Looks great like that it's yeah, just yeah. like a statement then it's like
1: a it, it's that's quite an interesting name it's like or something you see often it's quite an emotional yeah, statement yeah, 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 as well yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it it's, it's, it's so loaded isn't yeah, it yeah. so it's just like there it is yeah. the, um,
4: the track that sums up the sort of narrative the most is Blue and the Green which is the whole idea Blue and the Green uh, is made to sound like envy and jealousy should I leave this love that's gone a bit toxic but really it's physically about should we leave planet Earth should we let the Blue and the Green fade oh, behind us okay. and move to another planet so I guess with that in mind it's almost like loyal question mark it's kind of like loyal. Like, do we stay loyal? Are we loyal? It's sort of. It's 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 kind of got more layers. To yeah. it in, in my mind, at least, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it sort of feels yeah. like it's wow. I think has a,
1: a, a thinking behind it
4: in bands. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, we've got a lot of loose things, thinking right. as well. It's not, we're,
1: we're, <laughs> we're not Stanley Kubrick on it. No, it's no, I mean, like
3: yeah. We haven't, got a, we haven't <laughs> written out like a million words yeah, yeah, into that no, there's, one. A, there's a dissertation on name It's, but it's but happening, and you know yeah, these yeah. things happen. You, then you find attachments to it, yeah, and it makes sense. Exactly.
4: The connections come sometimes after. Yeah, exactly. We spend a lot of time in the pub, so you know, these things. place for these things to flourish. Absolutely.
1: So uh, what are your plans and dreams hopes
4: for the future of the band. Well, uh, now we've found ourselves in a position to, in a music business term, we're not trying to bore everyone in terms of the industry but with the label we've now where we're just going to put stuff out, we're just going to like not overthink it, not try and please anyone and just put tracks out every 6 weeks is the plan at the minute. Yeah, basically. Um, we've got we've a big been, backlog of stuff, basically we've been like also we've
3: been like kind of advised and like against like putting out stuff that we want to put out because it's like you know this this day and age it's just a singles game now with Spotify and everything it's hard to do those tracks that you think or people perceive as B sides that end up being A sides yeah so now we're just like look let's just put stuff out regularly Mm. because otherwise I think as artists it's difficult now Mm. if you're trying to work through your style and develop yeah and like every track has to be so important it's like just we're just mm-hmm. like we've got so much good stuff stuff we've written three years ago that wow, still hasn't seen the has light of day
1: at least mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so we
4: just want to just get it yeah. out basically are you
1: going to collect it
4: onto a, an album a record we would love to do an album yeah. I mean we'd love the idea of like really sitting down and doing it it's just a, it's, it, creatively that would be amazing to be able to start to finish really go to town on it but at the minute it's going to be maybe it's more of a singles game and then with the idea that it might get compiled mm-hmm. as one that's but I think every artist really when they get into writing wants wants that sort of golden ticket of like you've got a year and here's a bunch of cash, go and write us an yeah, album. Yeah. But it doesn't happen like that anymore. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, the music industry is a singles game. And, yeah. and just let's put stuff out there, and let's be liberated. Fantastic. That's the, that's the yeah, idea. Yeah. Freedom to, to express and to make your music.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're in a good place that we're working with AWOL and they're supporting us oh, and yeah. like yeah, and like we yeah. just do whatever we want that's our like distribution and stuff. So yeah. So that's good. So like We're calling the shots completely, there's no A&R at the end of it. Mm. There's a bit of trust, but then that trust might run out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Nothing know, no, no. about that right now. So, stay in the moment, as you say. Yeah, exactly.
1: uh, fantastic. We have listeners that sometimes message uh, questions. We yeah. have a listener who messaged, who's Portuguese. Oh yeah. All right. He wants to know your inspirations. He senses a bit
4: of Bob Moses meets the XX oh, in your music. Yeah, that's interesting. And this, this is Fabio oh, Paige. Well done, Fabio. Got some good ears. I think. I think that's a good, for, in terms of production that can go to our. I mean, I write the, the the lyric in the top line. For me, I listen to really abstract. Writers, people like Kate Bush, I adore. Yeah, yeah. She she does a whole album about imagining she was stuck on a raft and all the things that would happen in a weeks long oh, yeah. period. Like yeah, I just yeah. love the idea of coming up with concepts like that. So um, and then hip hop as well, like a lot of sort of early hip hop artists with stuff that, that, that the the play and the idea of creating imagery. Yeah. But in terms of the production, Let's hand over to you. Yeah, I
3: mean, I think the thing is the production. It's like we're, we we because we run like me and Jimmy, the other producer, we run a studio as producers normally. So. Yeah. It's actually funny, when we first started the project, we had, like, who's like a hero producer of ours, we had Connie Frank's desk that he built for craftwork in the studio. Oh, that's yeah. what we recorded the early Loyal stuff on. Mm. So, like, people like that, people that, like, work with Bowery, that, 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 like, the, those producers behind the scenes, like Willie Mitchell, I suppose, are our inspiration. Those, yeah, yeah, Rather than maybe just, obviously, loads of bands and nights, but those producers, yeah. we're really into our sonics. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So we have, like, an old uh,
1: SSL desk now. But like it's all about analogue stuff. Yeah. And oh, cool, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. I hope that answers your question, Fabio. Thanks yeah. for your amazing question. Great. Well, it's been great to meet you both, Alex yes. and Lawrence. Thanks for coming on to the Lisbon you. Live podcast. Uh, we always like to play uh, one or two of your songs, the artists that come on our show. So uh, would you like to choose a song to, for us to be on the podcast?
4: Hello, you're listening to Lawrence from Loyal. This is on Lisbon Live. And uh, the song I want to play for you is a contrast moving as one. It's called Patterns That Fall, and it takes it down a notch. Um, and it's the kind of idea that, you know, you can feel heartache and pain and distress. And at the end of it, we're all just kind of patterns floating in the wind day to day. So it's kind of sad yet happy at the same time. And I hope you feel it.
2: See it as clear, as clear as a day our come. Que venga